0: let me start this thing recording before we say anything funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get all the jokes. <laughs> Make sure that you record them.
0: I mean, look, I have to have something to put in that little intro.
1: <laughs> That's it's right. Like,
2: it's like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's
0: there, does it happen? Yeah. That's right. no, if you're funny on a podcast and you're not recording, then it's irrelevant. No one cares. If you're
1: funny in life and nobody was listening to you. Were you ever actually funny?
0: Yeah, no. I mean, well, I don't know, maybe for yourself. Must have Audience. I mean you can laugh you can laugh at yourself right
1: that's sad
2: i mean i think dads make a career out of that <laughs>
0: Welcome back to Raise a Mic, the Hamilton Revisit podcast. I said the whole title that time. I haven't done that in all the episodes we've recorded, but I just did. That was very
1: exciting. Oh, gosh.
0: Wow, I do. And Audrey, um, you sound incredible. What have you done?
1: I'm a different woman now.
0: (laughs) so clear and crisp. So clear and crisp. And And I
1: can be understood every single word I say, and maybe I don't like shriek all the time when i listen back i'm like wow <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> to be she's fair really speaking high.
0: <laughs> to, to be fair episode one you had like you this is your third like mic setup since we've started this thing so
1: amen and amen this is true <laughs> <laughs> episode
0: one episode someone asked me that i was like i promise like episode one's great but like we get better all of us like all For of sure. us get better audrey's mic gets better and then i was like by the by you know by the next episode everything's going to be flawless and then andy Meanwhile, this.
2: I sound like I have my ships in the harbor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andy is reporting from Yorktown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Correct. I, uh, I, you know, Mac has to make Apple has to make these adapters for USB-C. <laughs> my 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 mic is ES, USB-A. Oh mm.
0: man, Womp, womp, wop. Uh, um, yeah, no, I know. I, ain't bad. Andy and I have the same mic, so I I know I know those feels. In fact, as I was starting to get ready today, I was looking for my adapter and I almost couldn't find it. And I was like, if this, if I can't find it, we're just not, we're not doing this tonight. We're doing it. <laughs> it's a different day. Different days. Very problem? Girl.
1: Yeah. 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 No, no, we, no. None we can that. have
0: one person without a good mic, but not, not multiple. Not. Mm-hmm. So next week hey, I, you I can think, have it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I do think that I probably need to fix this thing though. Cause I think there's sound probably coming from my computer. This is Audrey's a baby podcaster. It's a, so hey, yeah, fine. I'm going to go get headphones so that that way you're not hearing the podcast happening and people talking and the mixing. Does that that's sound prob- good?
0: That's, that's probably good. We'll wait for you here.
1: Listeners, <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. Stay
0: tuned. <laughs> All right. Audrey's back with headphones. Um, so we're all good. There's been a long time between when we, a minute ago and now, but not for you because the magic of editing. I took a nap.
1: Hallelujah. Andy,
0: Andy, <laughs> I, Andy took a nap. I did note things. We're here. We're ready to go. Um, let's set the scene for this week's uh, song, which is my shot. So Audrey, tell us what's, what's happening.
1: Yeah, so basically for those of you that are watching along, maybe you're watching each song as we're talking about it. I think that's really fun. I actually met a woman at church recently who's like in her mid to late 60s. It's like me and my girlfriends are watching one song at a time and then we all gather together and talk about it. It was delightful. I was like, yes, yes I am so excited by that. That makes me really happy that it's like reaching all – all generations, all people who have such a myriad of knowledge about Hamilton, knowledge about musical theater. So, anyway, it is uh, what we call through composed in the musical theater world. So it is everything basically in Hamilton is to music. So there are a couple Mm -hmm. of moments that don't have music in them, but it is essentially through composed. Most of the time, that's what you see in operas. So it's not super common in musical theater, but it does happen every now and then. Les Mis is another response. I know we've made a lot of comparisons between Hamilton and Les Mis already, Mm -hmm. but that's another one that's, that's pretty distinct that, basically the whole time they're they're singing or they're in this case rapping or speaking to the music right so uh so basically to set the scene we just left off we have hamilton meeting burr for the first time and then directly going into the bar he's meeting this new community of people and essentially burr has like kind of laid like thrown down the gauntlet a little bit and told him like this is how you're going to be able to be successful in this town. And if you don't play it this way, if you don't play it the politician way, then you're going to end up something really bad happening to you. He's like, you know, you're going to end up dead essentially, Mm -hmm. if you don't keep your mouth shut. And so Hamilton has this moment of recognizing that honestly, like I have one opportunity to make my life mean something. And he realizes he has this epiphany moment in the musical of recognizing, like, this is it, right? This is when it starts Mm -hmm. this group of people. He recognizes that this moment is something special. So he launches us into the fact that he's not going to play it safe. He's not going to be easy on the people around him. He's not going to do it the politician way. He's not going to throw away his shot, which is the name of the song. And Mm -hmm. he, this is like the, We've gotten a little bit of an introduction to Hamilton, but this is like, now the gloves are off. We're not hearing his history anymore. We're watching this man tell you, like, we see the reason that these people were like, we need to get this guy educated. Mm. We need to get him with some like real knowledge behind him because he can make things happen. So this is like launching us into seeing the tour de force that is Hamilton. That Mm. is the reason that this whole story happened. And essentially in a lot of ways is a big part of why America became what it is, right? That this community of people, this is like founding fathers that we're looking at right now. So this is our, our introduction. That's kind of setting the scene. It's directly after they've had this moment in the bar where they're kind of like Raz and Burr and Hamilton saying like, listen, this is who I am. Listen up right? Yeah. You need to pay attention. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so I do want to clarify because last week you know, we did, um, uh, here in and we talked about, we kind of ended with the, who are you, who are you part, which is actually the first lines of my shot. So we kind of did a little mm. overlap there. I didn't know. I always assumed that it actually started at my shot, but according to Hamilton, the revolution that Lin-Manuel Miranda put out, um, the, who are you's, are in the first lines of this song. So that is exactly where we are. Um the people singing in this song, just for clarification's sake, is all the all the boys uh and Hamilton um Burr is thrown in there for good measure also. And we do get some company singing later on. And then I'm gonna talk about this later, but just the like who is singing, like, especially at the end, they're very specific about who is singing specific things, even in mm. what is technically the hook, like in the book, he specifically writes out, it's really, and he's has something to say about it that I'll talk about later. But anyway, everybody, pretty much everybody's singing. That is not like, well, actually even the ladies get to sing in this song. Um, Cause they're in oh, the, yeah. wo- they're in the woe part um, up in the top balcony. So another song with everybody really, when you break it down. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, cool. Andy, what are your thoughts on – I don't know why I said thoughts like that. That's a weird way to – it's a weird accent for me to have. (laughs) Andy, what are your thoughts on this song?
2: (laughs) The thoughts on the coffee talk. (laughs) I – man, I – The first time I heard, this was one of the songs I heard before, like I had listened to the album or because he had referenced it on Saturday Night Live. He had used like some version of the parody on SNL as his monologue. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: this was something that was, was in just in my head when I, when I watched the musical for the first time. And outside of the musical, I was just like, man, this is kind of annoying. This is kind of, (laughs) whatever, Um, (laughs) just because all I heard was Lin-Manuel just rapping Mm -hmm. um, over and over, just the hook over and over in different places, but in this thing, I was grooving to the point, like, I was just sitting in that groove when, when it's just the piano note and the bass and the drums, and I was just bobbing my head, I was bouncing. And then I didn't even realize that I was paying. It t- I wasn't even paying attention to what he was saying. I was just so, I was just so into what like the music was doing that it was so simple, but yet it it was just it just grabbed you. Um, and so I had to like, I had to rewind and be like, oh wait, hold on, okay, let's let's go back, let's listen to what he's actually saying, um, like because this is Hamilton's first showcase. You should probably know <laughs> his words are probably <laughs> important, right? And I, I, but before we get, before I get into that, like I, it goes, it it also does the four chord repetition kind of like Alexander Hamilton.
3: Mm. Uh,
2: And it kind of gives a feel, it kind of builds off of Aaron Bursar. Like all these three songs just build off one another. Kind of like what we were talking about last week, where you can finally, like, this is the song where you can exhale, like, or like keep, and you just like at the, at the end of this song is when you can just exhale and you just go right into the next section. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just like the exciting breath that you're taking of like, okay, I see what this is. Um, and so you can see the the culmination or the building from the first two songs that is achieved here between the four chord repetition. Um, and then kind of like the freestyling thing that that like uh, John Lawrence and Lafayette, and Mulligan are all doing in Aaron Burser, um mm-hmm. with the four core repetition. It makes it feel like they're free, he's freestyling and building off of that, but he's really not. Um, I was so impressed with the wordplay and the flow of the mm-hmm. lyrics. The, the <laughs> lyrics are so. Are so complicated and the way that he can get that flow and the rhyme scheming and the switching of the rhyme schemes and then the themes of the songs all into one I was I was like okay like this is for real this is for real like this is this is awesome Uh, and so I was impressed with this Um, because I think the first couple songs like a you know a snotty a snotty like Person elitist who thumbs their nose up at like rap musicals <laughs> would be like, I can do this, you know, because sure. like the rhyme schemes are very traditional and very common, and this is where and he's pretty
1: like, slow for the most part in right, the yeah. in the first couple of songs, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: exactly. And so I think that like he he's like, okay, you think you know what you're expecting, I got try out this. Try. He's that. warmed
1: us up. He's like, right. now you're going to understand what this is going to be.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I love all of that. Um, and can we just talk about that hook of the chorus? Oh my gosh. It's so simple. Just the, I'm not throwing away my shot part. Yes. Just the, just the repetition of it and just the hook. And it, it's what you remember from the song. I, Josh is bobbing his head on the screen. And I, I did. know he's
0: singing it in his head. I did. I was trying to disagree with you. And then I started bobbing my head. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right.
2: <laughs> and then there's something like really cool about the way he he times it out. like Because a nor- uh, like anybody could go, I'm not throwing away my shot. No, I'm not throwing away my shot. He go he pauses and he takes that syncopation in there and adds to it. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm not throwing away my shot. Yeah. I'm not and it's just like it hits it hits harder and it makes it better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Now I was like I said I was trying to disagree with you and now I'm like nope, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's
1: explanation music corner can you tell us what four chord repetition means for any people listening that might not know
0: oh yes
2: so four chord repetition is where there are the same four chords in the same order over and over
0: and over every worship song you've ever heard
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep Yeah. And lots of pop songs too. And at
0: really, at most most music that you've heard that is like meant to be taken in and kind of digested in the way that kind of pop music is, is, is pretty much going to fall into those, those kind of. Yeah, it makes
1: it a little bit easier. You feel, it feels familiar as you're listening to it rather than there being tons of surprises and other styles of music where it's like, there might be a surprise, but already you're starting to feel like, Oh, by the end of this song, you're singing along a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I love that. I love that Lin-Manuel decided to do that that may, he made a super simple hook because his verses are so complex yeah. that even like when you walk away from this song, you may, the first time you walk away, you're not, you're not repeating any of the verses because you can't really like yeah. <laughs> until you're reading them. Like even I found myself like, I am not thrown away my shot. Yes. And so everybody can walk away with that hook. Um, which is just like a really cool testament to the thought process behind it. Mm-hmm. So lyrically, like I, I I felt like this song was divided into three parts. Um, you've got that first part where it's kind of the transition from Aaron Burser, or where he's in the bar and he's hyping up the supporters. So he's hyping up his boys mm-hmm. and he's, and he's, telling them about like he, that he's not throwing away this chance he's 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 hyping himself up he's being super confident he is being his own hype man um in rap music if there's a rap group there is typically one man who is hyping things i feel very weird right now tell me more about how rap music works andy <laughs> i will let you do that <laughs> Because I'm feeling very uncomfortable in my whiteness <laughs> right now. Perhaps we
1: can have a, a guest come on sometime and help us uh, all be a little bit more educated. <laughs> okay, about- so
0: wait a second. I have a whole album of original rap music out there. Just, that's a thing that's real. So Gosh, a, he's from the streets. <laughs> Sorry. Totally Sorry, Josh. He's <laughs> from
2: the streets of South Georgia.
0: <laughs> well, hey, man, look, some of the best rappers are, so I just want to put that out there. That's, okay. true. <laughs> that's true that's um, <laughs>
2: true <laughs> anyway what else andy <laughs> all right so i'll move away from from that aspect of no it please tell me more about um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to take it sarcastically
0: <laughs> i know i'm not trying to say it that way but that's the way it's kind of I, I am feeling boys
1: like, boys fe- boys <laughs> we can play well together okay i'm, I'm feeling andy? like that i'm feeling They're like spe-
2: that meme I'm feeling like that meme of the old guy saying I'm hip to the musics of today.
3: Yes. (laughs) How do you do fellow kids? How do you do
2: fellow kids? (laughs) So it's divided (laughs) into three parts. The first part is in the bar where he's hyping up his supporters and encouraging them to take him seriously. And it works because you have Lawrence that's like, yo, we got to get this guy out into the streets. And so then the second part is the rise up. And so that's in the streets where they're he's going from hyping the supporters to hyping the people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then finally, the third the third part to me is it's in his head. Um, he's it's almost like he's hyping himself, um, and it's kind of a nice like you hear like a little bit of like a musical theme with it. It's it's about four minutes in where everything goes away until like that that snare drum. There's just like a little field snare
0: mm-hmm. that
2: sounds like. They're marching off to war. Yep. And so he's getting ready as, as he's talking, he's talking about death. He thought he wasn't gonna live this long. Um, and the words are are less confident and cocky. And it's kind of like he knows the weight of his words and knows that they're still worth saying, mm. which is like the final point of his action. Because at this point, you know, he says that word, he's like, gotta holler just to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um And so sometimes he's just loudly talking to be like, hey, hey, pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. I have something to say. Right. Kind of like, it's kind of like a a, a little kid. It's like, hey, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? And you finally Mm -hmm. go, what? And then they go, I forgot. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like that. And so now he is going, and now he's understanding the words that he says, packs Power, and that they can cause him to lose his life. And he still thinks that they're worth saying anyway.
0: Yeah. I want to, I want to jump in real quick there. um, Because that, that bit that you're talking about, it's like the weightiest part, like the, and, and he, uh, Lin-Manuel talks about it being like one of the most like autobiographical things that he's ever written. And he said, it's like one of the reasons the song took so long. Um, But you also, you see him go through that whole bit from what you're saying. He's very like, apprehensive and very raw of like I imagine death so much it feels just like a memory that part all the way to like this hopeful future of for the first time I'm, I'm thinking past tomorrow so you see this kind of arc in the person that he is and I love that it's done as like an aside we kind of got that earlier in the song with the oh am I talking too loud that part right mm-hmm. um yeah. but you get it longer form here um and it's really him like you get this really good insight into here is how Hamilton's maybe not got it all together and is a little confused and scared, but also how hopeful he is for where they're going to go, which really I think comes from him running into all of these people and learning all of these things kind of all at the same time. Mm. Um, it's, it's my favorite. I think it's my favorite part of this song. Uh, not, not for nothing, it has some of the most intense rhyme scheme of the whole song, which I'm going to talk about at some point. But yeah, I love that part um like a lot like a lot a lot
2: for sure for sure that's the part that every time i listen to it i get chills like at that at that final part where he is where he is talking and he is finally like he's finally like speaking what matters to the people Mm um it it kind of reminded me like it reminded me of something like you were talking about like it's most it's the most lyrically complex Mm -hmm. um it and it it hit me where I, where I heard it. And it kind of sounds like lose yourself from Eminem, Mm -hmm. like the, like the style of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And just the way that he's, the way that he's rapping is, is just the way, the way the rhymes are kind of built on top of each other.
0: And that would make a ton of sense because Hamilton actually is, he's a mixture of Eminem, uh, a rapper called big pun uh, and one other rapper um, that is how he crafted those rhymes. So you're right on point, um, to say, it sounds like lose yourself. Cause it's, it's supposed to, um, it's mm. supposed to give you the feeling of like an Eminem verse. Fascinating. So, yeah. Um, a couple of the things that,
2: that, that I, that stood out to me lyrically, um, in loco parentis. Yes. What, like, do y'all know what that means?
0: Yeah. It's like in the place of a parent, um, Hercules is saying that these guys specifically Lawrence and Lafayette are Mm -hmm. the people that he has in lieu of parents. Um, He's kind of looking up to them and they're taking care of him. Um, So he says, I got y'all knuckleheads in loco parentis. Like I have you, you people in place of parents.
2: Nice. I like that. I like that. Um, And then the last thing I love is the, is the flow and like the word, the word play of manumission abolitionists. Yes, I love that because I had to look up, I looked up what manumission was, and it's the act of freeing people from slavery. So Shut he's,
3: up.
2: right, Is't that crazy? I've never they looked were, that up. <laughs> him and so Alexander Hamilton and John Lawrence were both members of the New York Manumission Society, okay? Wow, and so right. And so manu like manumission abolitionists, like it just i love I love the way yeah. it sounds and mm-hmm. the fact that it's, both of those, like, it's basically saying the same thing twice, but in, like, a super cool way.
0: I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So and, then it I, flows, and then he rounds ammunition with it, too.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. Um, and then the other thing I was noticing, so the first few times I listened to it um, recently, I, I, or I listened to it on Spotify, and then I hit, then I hit play on Disney Plus. And so one of the things I noticed is, where does Burr go? Where does like Burr is gone by like halfway through or like halfway through the first half of it or first third of it. And he yeah. just sits in the background for a little while and then he's gone.
0: Yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Cause I, that's okay. one, of my, one of my things, but I mean, you can talk about it now too. We, we no, can- that's, that's really what I got. I had to rewind.
2: I rewinded to the beginning yeah. and just watched him take a seat. and And then all of a sudden, like I just, he just walks off stage or walks off of the shot. Um, yeah and I thought that was fascinating because it's the first time he's not in in the fr- in the front of the lights um
0: mm-hmm.
2: like or his the the actor that plays him
0: Yeah you know? right uh, and he's and still on the stage but he's not like a main part of the action which I think yeah. is relevant to
2: Yeah which is telling because like he's trying to hype up these other dudes and then he shows up with his with his verse so yeah. I'll let you talk about that more Kay. um when it's your time <laughs> but I thought that was I was like, hold up.
0: Where'd he go? Hold up. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's awesome. Um, is that, you you got more? Is that it? Mm, That's all, that's all I got right now. Dope. Um, okay. So first things first for me is, um, I had heard at one point I heard this song took a year to write. Um, but I'm pretty sure I read in, I just bought today. I just bought the, uh, Hamilton, the revolution. So he's like, Lin Manuel annotating all the lyrics and things mm-hmm.
2: like that. Are you that. saying it's a rebel? The revolution was a revelation?
0: I mean, I'm not, but it has been. Um, and you did. So thanks. Andy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, fun <laughs> the fun game is strong. The fun game is strong. But yeah, the point is, it took him a long time to write this song, which makes sense. It's long. Um, though I've never taken a year to write a song before, even even a rap song. I've never taken a year. But He has some reasoning for that. The main one was that, um, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to find the direct quote because it'll take me too long to scroll through this book and find it because I got it on the iPad. But um, basically he wanted this song to be the proof that like no one in this room can lyrically stand up to what Hamilton is doing. Mm. He wanted you to know by the end of this song that Hamilton is so stinking smart um, and so good at what he does that like everyone in the room pales in comparison to what he can do, Um, which is why he modeled him after rappers like Eminem and Big Pun that put these rhymes together in ways that maybe other rappers don't. Um, So like, for example, in that big, that big part at the end that I said is my favorite part. um, He, he says, um, foes oppose us. We take an honest stand. We roll like Moses claiming our promised land. And he puts the rhyme on the front end of the next line. And that's just not something that a lot of people do. Um, But in doing that, he gets to go into another rhyme because he ends the next line with independence, but the rhyme from the end has been on the front. Um, And just, that's just not something anybody else in this musical does Um, because they're all apparently named, like they're not named, they're modeled after different rappers. So Um, I forget what they all are. I'll have to look it up sometime, but they are, they're all different. And I, I really like that. And that's why the song took so long to write, and Miranda said this. I actually have the quote right here, part of it anyway. Um, it was not only writing Hamilton's "I Want" song, uh, although it is certainly that. It was also proving my thesis that Hamilton's intellect is what allows him to propel through the narrative of the story. Man. Um, and then he said he uh, mastered. He made the styles of um, Hamilton's raps be um, connected to Big Pun, Jay Z, Biggie, Mob Deep. Um, all that stuff is in here in this song um all of those rap influences like the line only 19 but my mind is older um is a mob deep lyric that he put in there um also you've got to be carefully taught is a reference to south pacific which i'm sure now looking at audrey she wanted to say my bad audrey
1: it's fine this it's is, is why fine. you put your
0: show notes in the document
1: <laughs> what
0: <laughs> um I you can Preparation. I'm not gonna, I'm literally not going to talk anymore about it because I know li- none none about South Pacific. So I'll let you you can go ham on that if you it's,
1: want. It's so. it's not a it's not a deep thing. It's a that basically like there's there's lots of conversation about race relation, right? So that's what the mm. that's what the reference is is that we're at, it's actually more of the the reference to the fact that they're going to be abolitionists, right? that's that's part of what they're doing. Awesome.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so that's awesome. And so the next thing is not as awesome. But apparently, this is from Lin-Manuel, the woe part of the song is based off of the AOL startup sound. <laughs> um, because he wanted it to feel like his words are connecting to the world. Um Wow. And am mad. Why, that's why this dude is crazy. Was that another thing on your list?
1: No, no. Oh. I'm just mad. That's the reason. Like, come on now. <laughs> You're just mad <laughs> that he so thought meta. about it. Yes.
0: I, I feel like
2: it's one of those things he backward. He he did backwards. Like it just <laughs> happened, and he was like,
0: "It's kind of." I want to sound
2: smart on why I did it.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, the "al" that he's spelling his name out uh, is a reference to a uh, Notorious B.I.G. song. Um, going back to Cali, um, what else? Oh, he referenced, he rhymed. apparently people get onto him cause he rhymed spending spree in, in the Heights. Um, he, he said it was not intentional, but apparently he likes to use that to rhyme with.
1: He's like, listen, this is my stuff y'all.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I can um, quote myself <laughs> when he says, uh, so there will be a revolution in this century. Enter me. And the guy's kind of like under their breath. He says in parentheses, um, they actually say that line in the script, it's written in parentheses and, uh, his, his footnote just says stage direction humor. Um, that's all it says there. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was fun. Um, let's see, uh, that's mostly like, there's lots more notes cause I have this book, but I'm not just going to read you this book. So, um, let me do this. Uh, there's a motif motif alert here, um, because my shot obviously comes back, um, throughout this play. Um, the idea of shots, there's obviously shooting in this musical that, uh, is relatively important to the storyline. Um, I do think it's interesting that, uh, he says, I'm not throwing away my shot. And eventually, uh, he will throw away his shot. Um, and that is when he dies. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting thought. Um, okay. Last two things. One, um, is Bert. I want to talk about the Bert thing. Um, so, one of the things that I noticed watching this on stage was exactly what you said, Andy, that like for a while Burr's not there. And at first I thought like, Oh, he's not in the song. So he just off stage, but like he is in the song briefly, but when he's not in the song at the beginning, he's like in the background reading a book. Um, like that's what he is doing. He's in the back reading a book. And I love that. Um, because I love the idea that throughout the first part of this song, Burr is like right on the fringes of this group that's about to make like massive waves, but he just can't bring himself to like fully integrate into that group and be Mm -hmm. a part of what they're doing fully. When he shows up, he's actually trying to be helpful. They're in a bar that could be full of people that are like you know, British sympathizers, right? So when he shows up and he's like geniuses, lower your voices, there's a sincerity there of like, Mm -hmm. you gotta be quiet. There's also like a double meaning of like, he does get that these people are smart, but he wants them not to be dead. Um, and then he kind of walks away eventually in that part of the song, he walks away, he sits in the back, he reads a book. And then when they walk out of the bar, he's in that scene too. He's still walking around with a stupid book, um, in the front of the stage. Like he walks like all the way across the front of the stage and like leans against a lamppost or something. Mm -hmm. And then he's like reading, but he's not a part of what, like they're literally singing with the city Mm -hmm. and Aaron Burr is just taking up space, um, And I love, I don't know. I just feel like that connects so much to what happens through a lot of the story. He is, it
2: sounds like, it feels like he's waiting for things to happen and to see the reaction of the people to determine whether it's popular or not. Would you, would you say that he's
0: waiting for it? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but no, no, that's exactly what he's doing. And I love, I love that. What I didn't realize until this time around is he eventually does just disappear altogether. Um, so by the end of the song, he's not there. Now I think part of that is stage direction because he's literally not in the next scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I, I, I did think it was interesting that they made such a point for him to be in parts of this scene. Um, but like in the background or in the foreground off to the side and then toward by the end, he's not there at all. thought that was interesting. Um, also I just added a thing, sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, well so this is important because so like last week the lighting designer for hamilton uh and in the heights uh passed away um Mm -hmm. howell binkley is his name um apparently like all the lighting you see and i thought about it in this song specifically because of the i imagine death so much it seems just like a memory you have hamilton off to the side and then you have what will later be our hurricane um in the middle of the stage and all those folks just kind of spinning around Mm. um and apparently that was described as like we wanted it to feel like a hurricane where the edges sort of blur and that scene kind of culminates in hamilton coming back and standing on that box in the middle and everyone's rotating around him Mm -hmm. and correct me if i'm wrong is this the first time the stage has rotated that's what i thought too
1: it, it rotates a little bit earlier in the song. Like, but my shot is the first time that it starts okay. to rotate. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: So I, I guess I didn't recognize it until that point. Um, because I, well, you're supposed to right? They're shining lights on it and making it look like a, like a big deal. Um, but no, I, I think that's, that's cool because it becomes such an integral part of the set because the set is so sparse.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I really appreciate it kind of showing it's, it's stuff right there. Cause you're like, Oh crap. Like this. This that's is cool. a Broadway play. <laughs> right. No, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um okay, so that's that. And the other thing is I just really like I love um the interchange between Hamilton and all the guys in this song cuz they've sung their first song. He's heard what they had to say. Um they start this song by giving us more of the I want. I know Audrey last last week you or last yeah, last week you said like didn't love that as much of them being like here's all the things that I'm about. Um you kind of preferred the more subtle version in the previous yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after they kind of give their whole, like, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. He has an answer for all of them. That's the, um, we got Lafayette hard rock, like Lance a lot. I think your pants look hot. That's to Hercules. Cause he talks about his pants and then Lauren's, I like you a lot. And I love that line because, like, if you dig around on the internet, there's all these, like, theories about Hamilton and Lawrence. Conspiracy um, corner. Yeah. <laughs> I, tend, I I I tend to think the guys were just friends. I just think Hamilton writes really beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I want to read a quote from Hamilton to John Lawrence. This is a real quote. I read it earlier. Um, cold in my professions, warm in my friendships. I wish dear Lawrence, or excuse me, I wish my dear Lawrence it were in my power by actions rather than words to convince you that I love you. Um, Go on in that letter. He says you should not have taken advantage of my sensibility to steal into my affections without my consent. But as you have done it, as we are generally indulgent to those we love, I shall not scruple to pardon the fraud you have committed on one condition, for my sake if not for your own you will always continue to merit the partiality which with which with you so artfully have instilled into me What beautiful um i love it it's more beautiful when you read it and i don't butcher the words but um yeah it's the dude can write like i I guess that's Mm -hmm. what i what i'm like saying the point of that is like first of all it's a really well written letter um i think you're talking about two friends there but also like what we see in this song and what I just read minus my minor missteps, uh, that's the same dude. Like the same spirit is what Hamilton is what Man, uh, Miranda's writing with, versus what Hamilton is actually doing in real life. I love that, and I think you see it in no no better place than that that end part of this song. So yeah, that's that's yeah. my deal.
1: Yeah, right, I love Audrey. that we get to see we get to see just a little picture in in our first moment of understanding really who Hamilton is that then there's going to be so much talk like we've heard a little bit in the introduction of him about him using his words right and that's that we need to get like a pen in his hand basically and that that has been the like consensus around him even since he was super young and then later we're going to see how he totally like uses his words to woo people like letters are a big thing for him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, that that's so in line with who Hamilton is, but we can kind of tend to anytime we're thinking about someone, a historical figure, think about them just in the words that they wrote. So to see it come to life, to see, this depiction of him on stage, like using words. And like, this is like how he communicates. He's going to use these words to get his point across. He's going to use them to spar. He's going to use them to persuade, to seduce. Like he, like words are the way that Hamilton navigates the world. Right. And so, yeah.
2: I was going to say, which is funny because he, one of the first lines he says, he's like, I've got a lot of brains, but no polish. I'm like, (laughs) "Mm no. Mhm like no mm-hmm. what,
1: yeah, yeah, and you see that so much in the way that he talks about himself, so I love that you guys both touched on the, the like aside moments, and so for me what what is so brilliant about the way that it's uh written as well as the way that it's staged is that we're seeing these vulnerable moments of Hamilton having this aside it's an internal monologue, right that we're seeing him say like oh my gosh, am I talking too loud? I've never had friends before. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> right. And, and it's like funny, but it's also like, what a, what a vulnerable moment to say, yeah. like, I've, I've never had friends. I've never had a community of people that we were on the same page. We all wanted the same thing. And that is what we see that like launch him into this next level of confidence Mm. in himself. So he comes out of that moment and he has more confidence, right? That's when he starts talking to other people too. And he starts, okay, like, maybe these really are going to be my hype boys. Like maybe, maybe (laughs) we're for real, like on the same page. Maybe I've found people that actually are matches for me. And Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful to see that, that moment of vulnerability, especially because Hamilton walks around presenting with such confidence and presenting as if he knows everything. He has an answer to everybody, but we see it play out throughout the whole show that Hamilton is, he is a faulty individual and sure. he he has these insecurities and has these moments of weakness. So I love that in this introduction piece, we see that like mm. that Lin-Manuel sets that up for us. that This is not a like steely awesome person. That's always going to have the correct answer as opposed to like later when we meet Washington, we have this like pillar. Right. And he's right. like, a like, Oh, we all always know that Washington's going to show up. He's going to have the right answer. And we see, this humanity of Hamilton right away and then we also see that later when we have the pause moment of him talking about imagining death so much it feels more like a memory oh, hmm. and that is that's that vulnerability of like man I really want this and I want to look toward tomorrow like I want to look past tomorrow but something about the staging in that for me is so beautiful in the fact that he stepped out, but this group of people is all facing into the spot that he is meant to fill. Mm. And it's as if this world has been waiting for Hamilton. This community of people, this country has been waiting for him to be that missing puzzle piece. And I have chills talking about it right now <laughs> that like, you're the piece, you're the piece that we mm-hmm. need to put into this puzzle in order to launch things forward because he's the one that's going to shake things up. So a couple of the the staging in this piece is, unreal to me. Like you see these like beautiful moments of like throwing stools across the stage, the stage starts moving. Suddenly we have a whole ensemble that's up and around on the balcony. So you see, as this number progresses, you see the influence that Hamilton is gaining. And so Mm -hmm. it's like this tiny little bit. I love the moment where he kind of like crosses in the bar and it's the first moment that the ensemble starts to dance. Is like these two ensemble dancers, maybe there are more, but there are two that kind of come before in front of him
3: mm-hmm. and
1: do this movement. And then his boys repeat the movement afterward. Right. So it's, it's like Hamilton is catching, right? So this, this ensemble is almost like his, his internal life manifesting outside of Mm -hmm. him. And then, and then we see that idea being grabbed by the people who are in colored clothes around him. Right. So it's this, this beautiful seamless sort of subconscious communication that's happening. And I love that we see that first like choreographed movement as such a pedestrian moment. Right. Because these, (laughs) these other four guys, like some of them are dancers and some of them are not like, that's not really what their purpose is in this play. Right. But we see this like, Hamilton's connection to so many different types of people and how that builds. Yeah, go ahead. Are
0: are you talking about the, the little, like when they're kind of circle around the table a little bit and there's like the little hand flourish movement, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And there's like, kind of like they're riding a horse for a second.
1: Yeah. A little step touch, like moment. It's like, Yeah, go ahead.
0: My wife hates that part. (laughs) She (laughs) hates it so much. There's like two dances in this musical where every time it happens, she looks at me and goes, and that's one of them. So it's funny that you're like into it because she cannot stand it.
1: (laughs) It's not that I, you know, Andy Blankenbuehler, if you ever listen to this, you're a genius. And (laughs) I would love to do your choreography. It's not that I think that the movement is especially like amazing or grand. I think it fits the moment, right? Mm. So what you see is that sort of like tangent that like the things starting to happen and like starting to build out rather than what happens sometimes in musicals that drives me nuts is like, oh, we're having this pedestrian moment. And then someone starts like turning and leaping and like, where did that come from? Like we didn't build from here to there. So by the end of my shot, we have been elevated into a world where that kind of movement is appropriate. and that's what the internal world is being expressed on the outside. We have people leaping across and the stage is turning and like, Oh my gosh, like what else is going to happen next? You know? So I love that they're that they take the time to build so that we are listening to everything that Hamilton says.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Every, every bit of staging is to highlight what the story is never to distract. And I think that that is, that's unique about Hamilton and unique about Andy Blankenbuehler's choreography that it is all to serve the story, not to serve itself. Mm-hmm. So I love th- this is such a great example because like my shot is like it doesn't have to be a dance number, and right. like, it's kind of not a dance number, but then suddenly people are moving, so you know that's choreography. So what? is it a dance number? Is it not? Like, and I love that you're kind of like sitting in that place of like, it doesn't matter. It's exactly what the moment needs. Well, Um, and it
0: takes us to a dance number because in between this song and story of tonight, we actually do get the first like musical interlude and actual like dancing that's happening to take up space while they're doing other things. Right. Um, so it does lead you there. And I think it's, for me, it starts when Anthony Ramos, um, John Lawrence, when he goes and he puts his hand on this dude's chest and that dude starts dancing, that's the moment that I was like, oh, so this, and I know it was happening before that because it, you had described it, right? But that's the moment where I latched on. I was like, oh, this thing is like, this is us seeing this movement spreading um, through, through like the movement of what Hamilton is doing through actual movement is what I'm trying yeah. to say.
1: Yeah, I, absolutely. And I love that. I love that they use the movement literally being manifested in bodies, mm-hmm. you know, like not just people like joining together in a group, but that they actually start and they start moving together. And there's so much all skate movement, right. That you see this like stuff sort of like being repeated and rippling out. And it, it's, it's so great because you see this entire company on the stage and you recognize like how his influence is is rippling out from just that moment. So we go from like, I'm meeting these people for the first time and I don't even know what my place is in this world to like the entire company of Hamilton is like listening to him and waiting for what's going to happen next. Mm. Like that's a lot to build. I mean, granted it's a pretty long number as well. So (laughs) we have some time to build into that, but um, yeah, I, I love that. I think it's really genius the way that it's staged. And I also, I also love that there's a use of stillness in multiple places. Like those moments that we've Mm -hmm, talked mm -hmm. about where he has his asides, but there's also the moment where the whole ensemble like comes downstage and they face downstage. I am not throwing away my shot. Right. And everybody like stands there and they have like this chest pulse and there's you expect that it's just going to be a second and that they're going to keep moving, but it's like a little bit extended. So there's this moment of stillness to really, pay attention to what's happening right Mm. that of what Hamilton is saying like he's not gonna throw away his shot he's gonna make something happen he's the guy to watch and that's why yeah go ahead I
2: was gonna say he's doing way more than just hollering to be heard like (laughs) what he is saying is purposeful and deliberate and he is following through which is like I love that what you just said about about pausing because they're pausing and wait and and like there's like this is this is my shot let's see what you got
0: yeah and he does he he realizes that in the lyrics he says mm-hmm. scratch that this is not a moment it's a movement yeah um, yeah he realizes it like in in real time um which is cool i, I mm-hmm. think he because he, i i think sometimes it's easy to go like oh hamilton knew exactly what he's doing i don't think he did i think he just he's like oh crap like something ha- is happening here yeah. um and and i think it's really cool yeah. sorry yeah. Andre, go ahead
1: no that's okay i I don't think they i think maybe he knew what he dreamed but mm-hmm. actually seeing it start to come to fruition so quickly as well like yeah meeting these people and it's like oh gosh like i wasn't necessarily ready for this but i gotta get ready like this is not just this moment this is the movement i'm part of it i'm an integral part of it i better mm-hmm. be on my game <laughs> i love that the lyrics like that they say repeat so often I'm just like my country I'm young scrappy and hungry Mm. and that image of America like the country especially as (laughs) Americans right that being like this brand new idea this whole like introduction of of what this country could be the birth of that idea and thinking about it as this like young scrappy hungry like always on the edge always trying to move forward and that that is the the feeling and the pulse that we get from this whole number is like we are young scrappy and hungry and in a lot of ways america still is young scrappy and hungry like Mm. the world that we are in right now we are still dealing with and talking about so many of these same issues and america is so young in comparison to so many other countries like we're still figuring it out y'all and I I just love that. I'm just like my country. I'm young, scrappy, and hungry. Like letting that be, you know, I don't have it all figured out yet, right? Letting that be the thing that defines him Mm -hmm. is such a beautiful, like youthful way of viewing himself. So yeah, I I would say I kind of like this song and I think (laughs) it has some good things about it. I think I, of, I think I take back my media. It's got some <laughs> potential. Yeah, I think it's got some
0: potential. I really thought after like last week that you're gonna be like, yeah, that's not my favorite. I don't, I don't really. No, <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Sneak boring. attack.
0: Kind of boring. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, something you said that I don't, um, I didn't think about. I, I don't Now it's been a minute because I don't know if it was you or Andy. It was one of the, it might've been both of you. But this idea of like not having, he says, I don't have, I never had a group of friends before. Um, And I I just in my mind thought of this choreography and like this staging as opposed to the, um, in the the Eye of a Hurricane um, song that'll come later. How they're staged relatively similar in some ways. Mm -hmm. But in that song, he talks about like these people that sent him, you know, to America. He calls them total strangers. So he has like this, this like love for those people that sent him to, to the mainland but he does not think of them as friends, even though they did so much for him. And so mm-hmm. I I just kind of connected the fact that like, this is a very similar moment, but these are his group of friends. He literally just met them. They've done nothing for him, but the connection of what he wants and what they want is like colliding in a way that it didn't with the people where he's from. Um, and I just thought, I think that's a really cool connection to the two songs. Cause they have some similarities there and at least in the mm. way they're, they're set up. So. Mm.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's something about, I think, being really seen that mm. we we get to experience with Hamilton in this moment of always kind of being on the back foot, right? And always trying to like get forward, but having a lot like against him his whole life. And then for the first time he's seen and what that does to a human being
3: mm.
1: when you feel known. Like what, what you are now capable of when you feel known and appreciated for who you actually are and we see this launching happen, man, and it's, it's so powerful and such a powerful thing for us to think about in our own lives that yeah. what, what do we do for other people when we really see them and mm-hmm. we really like acknowledge who they are and what yeah. they bring to the world. Like we have that power for other people as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely takes like what you said, Audrey, the back foot thing of like having his confidence almost seems staged at the beginning. Yeah. And then once he realizes that he has this group of people that support him and back him up, he is being pushed and he is mm-hmm. running after it. And so he's got the confidence and his confidence is authentic and more established. And so he's not having to fill the space with as many words as he can. It's about what the words
0: mean. mm-hmm yeah, that's good. Okay, man. All right, that's a lot. We obviously like this song. It's also, you know, the second longest song in the in the act. Um so it's fine. Um let's do this. Let's start with Audrey then. Um Audrey, what is the in your opinion, the best line of this song?
1: I think it has to be I imagine death so much it feels more like a memory. Ugh. At that moment is like that image, the first time I heard this song, it slayed me. That idea of the fact of living life, expecting death so much, expecting that your life was going to end, that there's no way that you would, um, what's the next lyric, um, where, where I come from, some get half as many, right? Like,
0: yeah, I never thought I'd live past 20.
1: Yeah. Where I come from, some get half as, it's like, that especially for Americans is such a profound moment of realizing this person's experience is mm. so different from ours. And, you know, obviously we're living in a different time, but that piece of thinking of like the empathy that I feel for him in that moment is so powerful of like, man, you literally have lived your entire life expecting to die at any moment. Mm. And so much so that it feels like a memory, like it's already happened to you, and that God is so sad and so powerful and so fueling at the same time, right? So you, I think that's so much of why we see him just living on the edge, because he doesn't have this perspective of like, oh, I'm gonna, I have 80 years to accomplish yeah. the things that I want to. It's like, nope, it's now like, this is the moment today, right now. I don't know what tomorrow is. So yeah, mm. that one, it breaks my heart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I like that. One. Um, <laughs> so I, so I, it's hard for me, not like, I want, you know, I want to give this to like Lafayette or somebody, but, <laughs> and, and they have good lines and Lafayette gets an honorable mention in this song because I love, I love the way he rhymes there. And he talks about like English as a second language. uh, Yes. People, people, how they rhyme and and think of language differently. And I think you see that come out in Lafayette's lines there Mm. um, with the, with the rhyming of anarchy, anarchy, anarchy,
1: Anarchy. panicky.
0: (laughs) Um, Like that's, that's great. And um, I love it so much, but I definitely think it has to, it has to be in this last, in this last bit, starting from it. And I, really all of the, from imagine death so much, it seems just like a memory all the way to the, for the first time I'm thinking about tomorrow, but that's a lot. Right. So that's, I think my favorite part of that would be the, I know the action in the street is exciting, but Jesus between all the bleeding and fighting I've been reading and writing. I love that. Like it's so much, it is so piled on top of each other um the flow there and he even gets like uh tiktok makes fun of the lin men well miranda hands where he like does you can't, you guys can't see it well you guys can but the people that are listening but he like jiggles his hand a lot it's almost like a drake like movement that he does when he raps and it happens a lot there and it's just so like boom 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 like you can't breathe while he's mm. giving you this whole like this whole thing and you're like why are there so many rhymes on top of each other i love it so much mm-hmm. and I, I think it's it's like the best approximation of what like Lin-Manuel is really, really good at, which is just Mm. making the densest like rhymes that he can put together in one space. And it's, it's, it's so good to me. So that's, that's my best line.
2: Mine is kind of a response. It's kind of the response to Audrey's line of the, every death feels like a memory at the end of that flow of that, of that rhyme that Josh is talking about, where he, he says, I'm just gonna do the whole thing. It says, "I'm past patiently waiting. I'm passionately smashing every expectation. Every action is an act of creation. I'm laughing in the face of casualties and sorrow for the first time. I'm thinking past tomorrow. And I love, I love the line of like, I'm passionately smashing every expectation. Every action is an act of creation because he has seen, he like he has seen his words affect." people the people out in the street the complete strangers that he's saying oh my god every word that i'm saying somebody's taking this and affecting it and like putting it into action and it's creating something out of nothing mm. and i just i love and every time i listen to it i probably listen to it about 10 times today every time i got chills
0: um, yeah, including and, the so one I- right before we recorded cuz we were watching it we watched the disney plus version together before we did this and andy literally went mm like at the end <laughs> like just deep down in it's like heels. it's like after a pastor at a gospel church <laughs> <says> something <laughs> real and you're like mm mm mm, mm mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: no i i totally agree that that was like my that'd be my other choice too just yeah. cuz it ends um even when he lands on tomorrow then when they come back into i'm not throwing away my shot there's this like really hard like dun 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 like right before they go back in yeah that's so good they go straight out of his rap that's in a different cadence into the i'm not throwing away my shot but it builds such a cool way um and brings you back to that hook that as we've discussed is just like it's just right there man
2: and then that's and then i said this earlier but the manumission abolitionists like just so stinking good
0: that is a good line now that i know what it means it's even better i didn't I didn't know. I didn't take the time to look it up, but um, thank you for doing that for me. Absolutely. So so I don't have to. Um, All right. Uh, I feel like I know the answer to this, but who won? Let's all say it on the count of three. One, (laughs) two, three. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. Um, No, I mean, look, everybody knows I would love to be like, it's somebody over there. But like, look, this song is all Hamilton the whole mm-hmm. the point of there's this no song. there's no hot take on this one. no 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 nah. look the, the hot take is lin-manuel wanted to write a song that proved that hamilton was smarter than everybody in the room and he, he did, did he did that um to the point that aaron bird just leaves the room um he's just gone he just, <laughs> he's like i don't
1: want to be in this room anymore <laughs> no
0: not this one and he regrets it he does. Right. But, but there's, I mean, I think it's, he does exactly what he set out to do mm-hmm. there. The the year or years of work in writing this song, I think pay off. Um, and obviously Hamilton wins and that was the whole point. So yeah. Anything you want to add to that guys? Cause I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, cool. All right. So then the last thing is song score. Um, what do you think it is? Uh, out of 10 and I'm in, I'm really interested because uh, I really thought Audrey was going a different direction with the song so like I don't know what she's going to do and honestly I'm going to be be clear uh, we went to Florida this past weekend and the first three episodes that haven't even all aired yet they're on a Google Drive um, that I have and I've shared with you guys and my wife and I were listening to them on the way to Florida to kill time and I think my favorite part of every episode is when we get to the end I would go hey what do you think they're going to rate it um, <laughs> so <laughs> So anyway, yeah, was she
1: surprised by the ratings
0: she was. Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she was, she was,
0: I was like, she look, was we what? can't, we can't give them all tens. Right. Like yeah. this one, this one goes to 11. Yeah. Is that no, your, wait, you're the, oh, no, I saw, oh, I thought you were saying that no. was your rating for this song. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, well I guess if we're going to go in the order, we've been going in Audrey, what would you rate this song?
1: I would give this song a solid 9.2 rating. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a really, really great piece of writing. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I love most in the world is words being used really well. And mm. that is like, this is a masterpiece in exactly what you've been talking about, Josh, of the rhyme scheme. It's it's using a four chord progression, right? That That is super simple, but is the is the foundation for all of these amazing things to happen around it with that steady beat knowing like, okay, this is, this is, this is the steady thing. The other things are changing. Mm. And for me, I suppose the the staging has to come into it a little bit for me. So sure. I know we're, we're rating this song, the performance, who knows all of it. All of and it. I think, I think this is one of the most like powerful character introduction songs Mm. i know it's not technically the introduction but it is like it's it's the real introduction to hamilton Mm
3: -hmm. and so
1: yeah i did i say 9.2 you said Mm -hmm. 9.2 very good, very good. Yeah, 9.2. I was like, I was waffling between 9.1 and 9.2 in my head. So I was trying to make sure I said the correct thing when you did, I repeated you did say, it.
2: You did say 9.2. Now, now, do you have a 10 song out? out? Like, do you have a 10 song that's in yes. your head? Okay. They'll just have to wait, Andy. I, mean, yeah, I'm just, I have a 10 I'm just song. curious. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because I know a lot of people have a 10 song and then the others don't, me- don't measure up as much. And so I was just curious.
1: Right, yeah. No, I have a 10 song. And that is the scale by which I have to rate right. everything else, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not one of those people that's like, there are no 10 songs, yeah. which you know, that's a fine way to be. It's just not how I operate in the world. You guys <laughs> so. just
0: made me think about: Do I actually have a 10 song? Because like, mm-hmm. I have not been putting enough thought. I think like I've been rating these songs truthfully in that moment, but yeah. Um, I guess because I guess my way of going about it is I'm literally like rating these songs like in the heat of the moment, um, and so. Yeah. So maybe I'm doing it wrong though. I don't know. We'll see.
1: I don't think there's a wrong way to do this. No. All right.
0: Everybody's uh, got
2: their own rubric.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if mine so much as a rubric is how it makes me feel in that moment. So <laughs> yeah. that might, that might be where it's wrong. I'm um, all about the
1: feelings. <laughs> right.
0: Um, okay. So, oh gosh, I think for me, um, cause I like, first of all, like just the length and the technical skill of it. Um, Puts it really high on my list. Um, I think one of the things that I have mentioned before that I knew of Lynn before all of this was that he could rhyme really well, Um, and I really do think this is one of the best approximations of that um, of what he's capable of. Um, I don't think it's the best song um, in in this musical. Um, If I'm thinking, if I'm thinking of like, because again, I don't think this is what I said last week or maybe one of the weeks before, this is not the song that I'm going to go to like all the time. It's very well done. Uh, but I don't think it's like my standout, like it's not a 10 for me. That being said, I think I'm going to give it a nine. Um, like, I, yeah, I'm going to go with nine. Cause it's, I mean, it's freaking solid. And the more we've talked about it and um the really the more Audrey talked about it, the more like, okay, yeah, this, and I really liked it before. Don't get me wrong. But like, I was probably going to, I don't know what I was going to give it before, but I just, I I think nine, I think you've, there's so much happening here that is more than just, this is what Hamilton wants out of the musical mm-hmm. that I'm realizing as we've talked about it. Um, and as I've kind of dug into the lyrics a little bit more, there's just a lot of meat on those bones um, and it's kind of like you were saying, Audrey, there's other musicals, um, like when you put words together really well. I think one of my favorite things about certain musicals and certain songs in musicals is how I have to listen to some of them so many times to fully catch mm. everything that's there. Yeah. Sometimes that's because people are singing on top of each other, but that's not what's happening here. Um, it's just so dense that I think I'm going to keep, like every time I go back to it, I think I pull some new things out. Um, And so, yeah, I I think I I don't, I don't, I can't give it a 10, but I've got to give it, I've got to give it a nine. Cool. Yep.
2: I can't believe it. I'm going to be the highest ranking person. I'm going to give it a nine and a half.
1: Wow. I know. Right. Andy, strong choice.
2: I know. Like I, to me, I feel like it's, it's kind of what I said earlier about how, like I was annoyed by it because it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's like the now that I know it and I know more of the lyrics and more of the stuff, I understand why mm-hmm. it is a great entry point into the musical. It's probably, I don't, I don't, I haven't watched the Tonys very often, but I feel like this is the, this is the performance that they would put at the Tonys because it's a great intro and it's a great um, exhibition of if you like this, you're going to like this show um it's got the hook i'm all about a hook um in pop music like i that is that is my life before like it could be it could be like um like i think about like um third eye blind semi charmed life you know you've got that epic chorus and then you listen to the verse and go oh god this is about heroin <laughs> or this is this is way different than what that chorus was saying and mm. so like i like this 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 hook is awesome it, yeah. it, you leave you leave from it it's got the meat on the bones like what josh is talking about with all of the lyrical complexity and the rhyming complexity the stage design is awesome the pl- the plotting of the song is great it's it's truly a it's it's almost at this moment it's the perfect entry point into the song for me uh or into and into the musical and into into like into the the into the deep of it
0: um yeah i think it's the the other songs have kind of let us know hey there's some hip-hop up in here but this song has been like this is this is like this is what it's about (laughs) and so i think Mm -hmm. yeah i think you're right i think this is the best like he's done the work to like get us to this point and he's like okay you're here now let's go yeah it's like he knew like
2: when he when he said that he wrote it he took a year to write like he knew that this was going to be the mass like he was striving for the masterpiece mm. of of rapping and of his technical ability um and i think he I, I really think he succeeded um in 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 it being a showcase for his his talent and his ability um and so i i i definitely think Uh, Josh, you mentioned that it's not one of your Mm go-tos. Um, I don't know why it isn't (laughs) (laughs) because
1: questioning you,
2: I don't know. it. It may be just because like you've been listening to it for so long. Yeah, But I think going back into it, like if I, when I go back into the songs, I think this is going to be one that I go back into. The only, the only thing I could see it being an obstacle to is just the length of it. It's just so long and it's yeah. broken down into so many things.
0: So if I could, I can answer that question. Um, it definitely would have been early, earlier in listening because um, you're right. It's exactly all the things we've been saying. It's, it's the first time you really get the rap thing. Um, I think the longer I've listened to this show, the more I like the second act. Um, because Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the feels are. Um, though there's plenty of feels in act one and we're going to, we're going to get to those. But I think because this is one of those stories that spans so long and there's so many things happening, not for nothing. And this sounds really shallow, but like, I've listened to it so many times and I've heard the front part of it so many times that like, it becomes something that you're kind of like, I don't know, not numb to. Yeah. Um, but this conversation has moved it higher up on the list because I think you, it's like not just going to this thing that you've heard a million times. Yeah. It's looking at it more. But um, I definitely think there are. If you like, if you tried to put me on the spot now, I probably couldn't tell you what song would be my go-to. Um, but I'll have that answer at some point in this show. Yeah. Um, well, the
2: more you listen to it, you appreciate the more the nuance, and that's, yeah, that's yeah. with everything. That's with music and TV shows. You know, I think you know I've watched how I met your mother a million times and the things that I love the first two times of watching are, are still things I love, but I love completely different things now yeah. because, because I am more in tune with it. And because I've seen those, I, I've seen the, the big points and the high points more.
0: Yeah. By the way, I do have a 10 song. I just thought of it. So I'm good. We're good to go. I have a okay. 10 song and it will now be the scale works it will now be a song of the song that all other songs are judged by. Yeah.
2: If I stay pure, I might have three or four, 10 songs. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's good. I, I may, I may have more than one, but I know I got one for sure. For sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're good to go. Um, all right. Awesome. Hey, this has been fun. Um, I have enjoyed it. Um, you guys are a blast. Um, maybe next week Andy will have a good microphone and then we'll all sound like for real podcasters. Um, we won't
1: be baby podcasters but- anymore.
0: To be fair, Andy, you haven't sounded bad. So there's no. good. Good. I mean, you just look. This is the way podcasts work. Look, we're in. We're it's it's Rona times, man. If we hadn't listened to people talk over Zoom, uh, before, like live, it's what we've all been doing. So it's fine. Everybody knows what Zoom sounds like. Um, yep. We've all been in. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. We're all. We've all been in the Zoom where it happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm so mad. Audrey. I didn't even see it coming. Audrey I didn't, didn't even get
2: one in. Do you? You I was need like, to get you're one get in. Get what? you need to get one in audrey because all
0: all each of the others have had
2: one at least
1: i, wow. I can't i can't do it <laughs> i
0: think okay. it would just default everybody defaults to alexander <laughs> hamilton when we don't have one <laughs> what we do. um anyway uh so yeah hopefully you guys have enjoyed it uh next week we will be uh hitting the story of tonight um so right out of this song which is just like up to 11 or at least 9.5 yes and mm-hmm. into like the first like feels song um mm-hmm. and uh so I think that should be fun because it's a totally it's like a totally different vibe it's also a lot shorter <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, but I have a lot to say about it so I don't know we'll we'll see it's kind of like Aaron
2: Burser where we managed to talk we managed to fill an hour
0: off that exactly one. exactly um so we'll see I'm excited it's Look, again, I have a blast with you guys. This is fun. Um, If you are listening, watching along with us, go check that out before next week so you can be a part of that conversation. Um, There's some tags at the end of the podcast that you guys may or may not have heard according to how long you stay um, after the main show ends. So I'm going to put them in here too. uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, review it. Um, All that stuff is super helpful. Also, if you're listening on Anchor, you can actually leave us a voice memo um, that we could decide to use in the show if we wanted to. And you can email us at raiseamike at gmail.com. And uh, if you have some hot takes that you want us to talk about, um, if you want to tell us how dumb we all are, we'll take that too. Maybe don't I do that. I will not. Audrey will not. She'll, she'll come for you.
3: Yes, um, I will.
0: To be fair, I mean, you do this for a living, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So don't come for Audrey. But if you want to come for me or Andy, we're, we're here for it. um but no look we just we would love to have you be a part of the conversation tell us stuff that we may not know uh and we might talk about it we might talk about it um okay that's it i think that's everything this has been great and uh we'll see you guys next week bye guys Bye. Thanks for listening to the raise a mic podcast. If you're still here, we know you're a Hamilton fan like us, and we want to invite you to become part of the show. You can send us your fun takes on the songs coming up by shooting us an email to raise at gmail.com. If you're using the anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice memo and we may use that in the show. Like we said, go ahead and subscribe review and rate the podcast because it really does help us rise up those ranks and make sure to share this podcast with all your Hamilton loving friends. Until we see you again, we thank you for stopping by and listening to us rant about this musical that we all love so much. Until we meet again, raise a mic, everybody.